0: Wish on the sun. Hey everyone, it's David Dylan here from Wish on the Sun. Welcome to episode 33 of the podcast. And I would usually ask, usually start by asking Dylan, is this a big week? But I think we both know it. This is a big week, really. It doesn't get much bigger than this.
1: No, it's uh, essentially, it's the, well, I mean, it's the biggest week in a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> last time there was there's about a month gap between the Xbox and the PS. Releasing, whereas the, whereas now there's only two days, and uh, as we started, the Xbox Series X has released today.
0: Which I forgot, I forgot that it was coming out today. I knew it was coming out about the same time as the PS5, but it's it's out now. You can go get it.
1: Yeah, so it's it's really one of those, I guess. If it's the one you pre ordered or the one you're looking forward to, you're definitely going to be focusing on it. I mean, as yes. we've mentioned all along, with the strategy Microsoft's got, both of us being having pretty beefy PCs, there's really there's been no reason for us to go down the Xbox path, really. Um No. Which, not I mean, for us personally. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to them, uh, I mean, their statements always be they just want us to play the games. And so far, when the games come from the Microsoft platform, whether it's Flight Simulator, etc., we've we've played it. We've we've paid a fee to play it. We're not pirating anything. We're paying, obviously, the. Game Pass things, and you know, with with future news, like just before we started the uh, the recording, we we're discussing the fact that uh, Telstra in Australia is offering the Xbox Series X and Game Pass Ultimate for forty six dollars a month. So when you think about it, for every first party game and quite a lot of third party games, forty six dollars a month, including the console, that's it's not. It's not bad.
0: No, I mean but, their pricing strategies have been aggressive since the start. Really,
1: definitely. the entire business
0: model is pretty aggressive.
1: I think um, really, like I definitely right now, I definitely see the landslide of initial sales going to Sony, and depending on that new exclusive lineup of Microsoft over the next couple of years, I can definitely you know I can I can see there being a shift if. If they do start to produce and have those exclusive wonders, which everyone's been saying they've needed for a long time, and you know, this again rumors going around today that they're looking at buying up some Japanese studios.
0: I did see they'd made a statement about that. They thought that Japan could end up being their like second um, biggest territory if they make the right decisions now. So you know, I, I agree with you. I think that Sony's got kind of a big head of steam early. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that Microsoft's strategy is, is necessarily about making, well, I'm, I'm sure they'd like to make a big splash at the start, but I think that, you know, the, the Xbox game pass, its value will just become compounded over time. And it goes from something that's already a really, really strong value proposition to something that's almost, I, I suspect will become, you know, just absurdly vast in terms of the games offered. The question will be when, and if the price goes up, um and then people will kind of reassess but you know so far so far this strategy is interesting and in how different it is
1: yeah it's definitely uh like you mentioned on this sort of subscription model and i mean when we think about it like i just add up all the subscriptions i pay for now with things like you know netflix Stan, disney plus and all that i'm paying a lot more than 46 dollars a month <laughs>
0: That's true, that's true. And as you said, that's for the console as well. So um, Yeah,
1: and with Bethesda coming out and confirming that, yes, all their games will be day and date on... Yep. That's a, it's a big move. Definitely a big move. It certainly is. So I, I guess really what we've uh, got to focus on is just seeing what that output actually comes to. That's the big one. It is. It really is. So, you know, time will tell. Time will tell. All right, so obviously diving into the news So the Xbox Series X obviously released today uh, With the PlayStation 5 releasing on Thursday Now, uh, we should both hopefully have our hands on a PlayStation 5 At absolute latest by mid-next week Um, Which, you know, it seems like we're one of the lucky few I was just going to say that Apparently, and just looking around on websites Apparently quite a lot of places have actually started saying That there will be online-only stock on Thursday, like I'm looking and Harvey Norman target big W have all come out saying there will be November 12th stock available online only on that date. Uh, rumors that, uh, yeah, big, um, the gamesman websites also going to have some stock on that, on that day. Excuse me. Mm. So very interesting. Um, obviously that's, that's this Thursday. I've, uh, I'm scheduled to pick mine up in the morning. I uh, did receive an email today saying that my charging dock has been delayed and will ship separately, which is...
0: We, which... we knew about this, didn't we? Yeah,
1: exactly. But it was, it was nice to actually finally receive something.
0: Yeah, sorry, they left it late.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, so come ther- come Thursday, uh, hopefully there'll be some impressions. So next week, I hope that we'll both have some impressions of what we're seeing. Um, obviously, PlayStation Plus. Uh, this this month uh, Shadow of War Middle Earth etc the Hollow yep. Knight Void Heart edition for the PS4 and Bugsnax on PS5 have you heard much about Bugsnax
0: I think I saw it had a decent review that's all I remember I think it was on IGN maybe
1: it's currently sitting at 73 Metacritic it's, uh, it was the same developers behind that Octodad game
0: oh okay I didn't know that
1: but uh, yeah, well, while we're talking about it, let's uh, run through some of the uh, uh, the PS5 release Metacritic uh, results. The same as uh, and the same with the Xbox. So, firstly, we've got right now we've got Miles Morales sitting at an eighty-five Metacritic. So obviously, good review there, good yep. overall ranking. Uh, the Devil May Cry uh, new edition sitting at an eighty-six which, I mean, that reviewed very, very well when it first came it out. Did. So, I mean, if they're, if they're only putting some polish and stuff on it, I'm sure it's not going to get bad reviews. Correct. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, currently sitting at 82, getting pretty decent reviews. Uh, yeah. It's uh, suffering a similar sort of fate to the first Assassin's Creed on the last gen with uh, apparently quite a lot of bugs. But, uh, I saw has, that too. There has been... Uh, quick turnabout that they're looking to address them ASAP so ideally that uh, comes through Bugsnax as mentioned sitting at 73 the built-in game uh, with the PlayStation 5 oh, Astro Astro yeah. sitting at 82
0: okay
1: uh, so yeah I mean again when we think about it if we look at all of that that's Assassin's Creed's a new game Miles Morales is a but we'll classify it a new game. Apparently, uh, to complete the game, which makes it sound like doing all the side missions and everything. Apparently, it's a 10 hour experience, which not bad. Which you know, they're charging a fair bit for that though.
0: (laughs) Is this sorry? Is this Spider Man? Yeah. Yeah, they are. You know that that's a comment that you could make about all the PS5 games, and I think it's a valid one.
1: Goddamn.
0: They're really. I'm interested to see what happens in the long term. I don't think they're going to sustain these high prices forever, but I think they would like to. Yeah, I
1: don't. I don't think they're going to stay that way for long. Uh, I do think they're going to drop back to. They may be slightly higher, but the fact that uh, they've gone from being like. Seventy something dollars yeah. stray and on release day to like hundred and twenty five. It's like it yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, they'll again they'll
0: try for it as long as they can. But once you have the early adopters over, I think they're going to realise they have to. Well, competition will drive the prices down as some retailers um yeah are exactly to right. drop lower.
1: Exactly. All right. man. in some in some news that's come out since the last time I spoke. So, the expandable. Uh, memory slot in the ps5 apparently will not be will not be essentially turned on uh, at launch so if you wanted to expand your memory quite early with uh the expansion slot that they showed inside the console apparently at uh they're going to activate that sometime after release we don't no time frame on that yet yep um, but, uh, yeah, it seems like it's a similar sort of situation as the 3d headsets where they've basically, everyone's sort of waiting on the uh, official list of headsets that will work a bit of a, bit of a bummer for people who had, uh, ordered up in Australia, obviously as all of the accessories, the, the headset, the camera, the charging dock, for some reason, like I mentioned in, distra- in Australia, just got delayed till December. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they just shipped them where they thought they would sell more. But uh, yeah, so another interesting one. So I, I mean, I would I'd think that there's probably not going to be that many games on there unless you're installing all your PS4 games to take up all that memory. I mean, I say all that memory, six hundred gig or something. So you can get about probably about five or six games in there, which that really about right. Really, but I think it's just going to have to be at this point. You just have to uninstall the stuff you're not playing.
0: Simple yep. as that. Really. Pretty much. I mean, again, uh, another question is how much are these expandable memory um, oh, units going to cost? <laughs> because they're going to be made by Sony, right? Proprietary.
1: Well, I don't think so. Um, it doesn't seem like it anyway. It looks like, okay. a, stan- it looks like a standard NVMe uh, memory slot. So but they
0: use a very high quality memory.
1: Yeah, that's what they say. So obviously yeah. the ones they're using is, is obviously going to be that way. So we'll see what comes through.
0: One of those like, I mean... I know, I know the components are meant to be good, et cetera, but you do kind of feel that this is a cost that is being passed on to the consumer that, well, I, I've, I think both companies really went very cheap with memory in terms of size, not the quality, but the size is not really enough. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I think the size is, is the tough part. I think weighing it up, like I was I was reviewing, um, I'm looking forward to the PS5 teardown videos. I've watched a few of the Xbox uh, One no xbox series x ones and you know a lot of the feedback is obviously that with all the guts and everything in the system getting it for, for that price yeah really good but i actually like, read that yeah but like i thought, like with anything, I mean, yes, there's a little bit more. There's about close to 200 gig more available to the Xbox than there is on the PlayStation and their whole smart delivery thing, which was uh, interesting to see, the smart delivery process. So uh, they did, did a comparison of, I believe it was Call of Duty, the last Call of Duty, and on the One X, it was 123 gigabytes, but on the Series X, it was 70-something gigabytes. So with their right. new smart delivery system or something, I guess it's able to be compressed a lot more, which is good. But, you know, that's still a, a fair chunk. That's, you know, basically 10% of your of your memory gone in one hit. That's
0: true. That is very true.
1: But anyway, I digress. Moving forward. Uh, so Ori, Ori and the Will of the Wisps running at 6K 60 frames per second on the Xbox Series X. <laughs> Running at so, how much, sorry? 6K resolution. 6K, interesting. So, uh, apparently, it's a uh, super sampled above 4K as it was able to uh, absolutely smash it out of the park there. Obviously, not a not a uh, intensive, it's super intensive graphic. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful looking game oh, with the backgrounds definitely, and yeah. everything, but uh, obviously not the uh, intensive, you know, destructible environments and all that sort of things that would obviously really pay havoc, but uh, a cool little statistic.
0: Yeah, the start of again, started showing that this next generation really is a lot more powerful, which we know. Um, but yeah, it's cool to see where this goes, and again, remembering
1: that this is just the first outlay of games. Yeah, exactly. It'd be interesting to see what they look like in two years' time, three years' time, etc. All right, Borderlands 3 getting a second season pass. That's a tick of the pickle, David. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I never bought it. Uh, you know, I kind of felt like Borderlands 2 gave me enough and I didn't feel any hunger to go back for 3. But clearly a lot of people have if it's justified a second season yeah. pass. We know one of our friends has got it. I think he's very of, into it.
1: Uh, a lot of people love their Borderlands. Yeah, they clearly must. All right. Uh, so PS5 launch advertisement has stated that Gran Turismo 7... The Ratchet & Clank and Returnal are all expected to launch in the first half of 2021, with Horizon set to launch in the second half of 2021.
0: Oh, interesting. Gran Turismo is coming before that.
1: Yeah, so apparently Gran Turismo 7 is uh, not all that far away.
0: Are they going to do like a Gran Turismo 7, you know, practice edition? Like, I feel like they did this in previous ones. They try and release it.
1: Like, I hear a lot of people talking about Gran Turismo and... You know, oh, when when this comes out, it's going to be you know we just need Gran Turismo, etc. How much is it really selling? Oh, okay. The much early
0: is ones exist? I think sold super well. I'm not so sure about the recent ones because there's a lot more competition now. You got the Forza Horizon games. It was you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's. Uh,
0: the Forza Motorsport, I should say, but yeah, there was once a time where Gran Turismo was the driving sim.
1: Yeah, and that's like I'm looking at uh, reports here and. Like the series has sold over eighty million copies. I'm trying to look about what the latest ones have actually sold, though. That's 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 the interesting part, because I mean, that really hardcore simulation driving piece. Like I don't know, it's it's not obviously my piece, but uh, I guess if people people I, like it. I just think
0: there's like... a lot more competition there now. Mm. Yeah, I guess. So. A lot more. A lot more competition.
1: All right, moving across. We now have the announcement of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition.
0: Yeah, I was pretty happy to see this. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what they change. It's also, by the way, been rumored for like six months or something. Oh, I think it's um, even longer than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, I literally saw, I remember there was a website somewhere, you know, in Europe maybe, and they put up they put this up as one of their products and then they took it down and then people have been talking about it on and on. Um, and the rumors were they were gonna release it at the end of this year, but obviously that's not what's happened in the end.
1: So yeah, so the information around is obviously that it's going to release with all their all the DLC um, in-game content and will also apparently be optimized for 4K Ultra HD visuals. Um, Apparently, it's important to note it's not a full remake, just enhanced versions. So we shall see. Um, Mm -hmm. I think if they were making some adjustments, I'd be more likely to jump in because, yeah, I don't know. The first one was just too clunky for me. I really liked the second one and the third one I didn't really like, so I stopped playing it.
0: Yeah, the first one, Combat, is definitely clunky. I think some people think it has the best story, but, um, you know, I think it's going to feel quite dated. So it'll be interesting, interesting to see what it actually is like when it comes out. Yeah, it'd be um, to see what they do. And of course that wasn't their only announcement. Well, what else did they announce? Uh, they're working on a completely new Mass Effect game as well.
1: Oh yes, I did see that. I did see that. Um
0: so, I mean, that could be good, hopefully. I know Andromeda definitely put a, a dampener on things, but I mean um, let's
1: let's look at Bioware's output for the last
0: Oh time. I know. I know. <laughs> That's why they put in the statement, they're like, We've got series veterans working on it and Yeah, yeah series they veterans need some... also
1: worked on Anthem.
0: Yeah, they did, didn't they? So, look, <laughs> Anthem as people say, the Anthem was probably not a game they wanted to make. That's the rumor. It was it was publisher driven. You would hope that Mass Effect is one that they they want to make. Um yeah. and I think unlike the previous Andromeda was farmed out to like a different side studio.
1: Yeah, I think Andromeda
0: uh, was done by a side studio whilst the main studio worked on Anthem. That sounds right. So Anthem obviously did not go the way people wanted, but hopefully if they're working back on a a genre and a a series that they really care about, hopefully they can sort of bring that franchise back. You know, it used to be really, really up there in terms of top reviews each year.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they had Mass Effect. They had uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, Dragon Age. Now they've basically just been going down the downhill like the the latest dragon age was basically it was from what i understand probably considered i mean not a bad game but probably the worst of the three was that uh, inquisition yes yeah right now, some people liked it yeah but, i'm not yeah, saying it was a bad game at all it was just apparent like i think that was the start of the the downhill slope it, it
0: was yeah if, if anything it was actually a sign of things to come in this generation where it was like a massive open world and full of meaningless boring side quests the same way that some of the you know yeah um ubisoft do this kind of thing sometimes huge open world and you do the, you know the same stuff over and over yeah dragon's age absolutely fit that description
1: yeah definitely well i mean we we obviously hope that the they uh pick up the game uh i'd definitely be interested in a proper you know sci-fi type rpg so It'd be good to see it about the new Mass Effect. I mean, they've announced obviously the new Dragon Age as well. So That's true. We'll, yeah, I think see. a lot of
0: people, we'd love to see Bioware make a proper strong comeback because they were a very talented developer and hopefully they haven't lost all their talent. I don't actually know.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, they definitely have had quite a few people leave the company yeah. around those parts, but uh, either way, we shall see. Yep. Uh, Some other news, obviously uh, a little, a little bit of news is the PS5 game Godfall, which was, uh, uh, I believe it's it's meant to be releasing on release date. Or was that the one that got pushed back? I I think it's, I think it is the release date one, sorry. And yes, it is the release date, not the one that got pushed out. The one that pushed back was that Destruction Derby one. Mm. So Godfall has been announced as a six-month PS5 exclusive. So originally most people thought it was the total exclusive. Apparently it has a six-month timed exclusive.
0: I heard not much about this game. I heard some people said it looked a little bit rough.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, I have not looked into it much. Yeah, I I think this is going to be capitalizing on people not having anything else to play on their console.
0: That's what I thought. Sometimes it's really like, if you look at some of the games that launched in in previous consoles, and the fact, like, you look at their sales numbers, and you'll think, really?
1: It's yeah, it's because they're one of the first like five games. Exactly. I mean, I think let's look back. There's no way in hell I would have ever bought Killzone Shadowfall (laughs) if there was was anything else to play.
0: (laughs) I forgot about that. I forgot that was one of the launch day games. To be fair, only launch day. I did buy
1: Rise Son of Rome, but that was worth it. Oh, that was a laugh.
0: That That's was a life.
1: laugh. That was a that. I I, did, I was not upset in paying the money for that. To be fair, I technically bought it twice because I bought it for you, didn't
0: I? <laughs> That's right. I would have paid that money just for the ending cutscene.
1: Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> and if we haven't, if you haven't seen it, I recommend uh, anyone listening uh, just Google Rise ending cutscene. Um, yep. So EA Sports <laughs> has announced that it has plans to release multiple new franchises in the coming years.
0: Interesting. Which EA, EA led,
1: Sports. That's right. Which has led me to start speculation that they may be returning <laughs> to football management. Oh, interesting. That's well, we I know there's a
0: lot it. of money in that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a, I think there's a space for it. Like, football manager is very hardcore, and they do release basically a light version of the game every year. Uh, FIFA Manager was actually pretty good. It was one of the first FIFA. management sims I played.
0: FIFA Manager, so I, I think I played maybe the last iteration of it. Yeah, that was great. And from pretty memory, the, well, the actual management side of it was not great. Yeah. Well, it was very simplistic compared to Football Manager. Yeah. However, the match engine was yeah. 10 times better. Because they used the FIFA engine. <laughs> right, which is smart. Yeah, um, definitely. And it's definitely something that Sports Interactive, you know, they've got their absolutely massive legion of fans who may never drop the game, I don't know. But certainly true that people have complained about their match
1: engine for years and years and years. And yeah, they've been very time... slowly upgrading it to 3D, but they're never yeah, going like... get to the place that uh, somewhere like FIFA or anything's at where they can literally say, well, I've already got the engine.
0: <laughs> you still see players do absolutely bizarre things in Football Manager.
1: Oh, yeah. To, um... be, uh, to be fair, it's getting less and less, but still pretty bizarre. I mean, I'm thinking back to my uh, cm Ford Championship Manager four <laughs> days where one of my highest goal scorers was my goalkeeper.
0: That's glorious.
1: He used to just take the kick off. Uh, sorry, the goal kick, and it would just go top corner. <laughs>
0: How did they even let that in? That's amazing. Oh, wow.
1: Well, um, I can't prove it wrong. That's true. <laughs> so uh, that's that's definitely a franchise I wouldn't mind them reverting back to, especially if they can make it. Uh, Uh, Accessible on console, I think that would be a good market for it. I mean, yeah, it is coming to uh, Football Manager is coming to the Xbox Series X, which is interesting. I mean, obviously, the fact that the Xbox Series X is basically a computer and has native mouse and keyboard support means clearly, you know, you can get to that. But uh, I think, uh, like I said, if you think you have sports that EA don't currently handle, not many. It's not much there. So I mean, whether Hang on, uh, could it be AFL? to be fair they could possibly be trying to take on baseball I mean I know MLB is cornered yeah. the Sony market but uh, I wonder well, how they were, I just don't see EA approaching a game that they don't have the, all the licensing for like I know it was a massive upset when they lost uh, the Juventus licensing and had to call them whatever they called in the new FIFA yeah
0: it was a sign that they weren't like completely impenetrable you know yeah exactly yeah um, so. um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the other thing is they've sort of inconsistently released a basketball game. Um, True. Not every year. I do think more and more, as much as NBA 2K does have a really strong brand, there's an increasingly loud crowd of disgruntled fans who yeah, really and- hate the fact the game bleeds you out of microtransactions every year.
1: And I, I do have to respect EA in one point in the fact that they have not just churned out NBA Lives and when they did put one out they said listen it's we're trying something different and it was a budget title it was like
0: that's right i remember that
1: it was like 45 australian dollars on release it eventually came to it was it was on sale uh, it was like 10 dollars or something on the ps store and i bought it and i'm like this, this game is more than serviceable like I, it was it was fine. Obviously a, bit, obviously a bit different, not quite as polished as NBA 2K, but for the price you pay, like if they've actually started to put a lot more time into it and obviously the fact that NBA licensing is a bit different, it's not like only one, yeah. one can have that license. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that could definitely be something they're looking to uh, capitalize back in. And I, and I guess if they are reviewing what's happening with NBA 2K and reading the reviews themselves, they should pretty much know what not to do. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think I've seen the review scores for NBA 2K dropping to like sixes and sevens.
1: Yeah, um, I, I'm interested to see the, the next-gen reviews because that's uh, obviously they are releasing, that is true. They are releasing the uh, new versions uh, this, uh, on these date. So it's apparently meant to be, I believe, a different version of the game. It it
0: is. Um, It's been developed entirely separately, apparently.
1: So I'd be very interested to see what the reviews look like. I mean, obviously, I doubt it's going to be void of their microtransaction-heavy Oh, it won't be. But uh, (laughs) I wonder what the actual differences will then be because I do remember one of the standout things to me and really thinking this is next gen was playing... The latest NBA 2K on the Xbox One when I got. It. I remember that. That's one of the I first looking, games really got into. I remember looking at it and just thinking, this looks better than anything else I've played before on a console. So there you go. I mean, the trailers and everything have looked very good for the NBA game, so we shall see. Anyway, moving forward, uh, so a little bit of news has come out. So at present, the PS5 UI does not allow for themes. It's interesting to some oh, people. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll see if that changes, of course, but...
1: Yeah, because I know um, they, w- they really want to control what it looks like right now. They want er- It seems like they want everyone to have that same sort of uh, experience on day one, and obviously that changes quite a bit, and you probably have to manage quite a bit around custom themes with all the new interfacing. I- I'd say it's probably something that's going to change. Yeah, um, same here. But uh, yeah, probably not anytime soon, to be honest. Also agree. I don't think it's their focus right now. Now, what do if- you moving across to demon souls what are your you've probably seen this but what are your thoughts of the well firstly the uh little bit of pre-order uh scandal and also the little piece of the fact that there'll be over 180 help videos on demon souls like you know how ps5 has got that whole help system where you can view videos to do things apparently there's going to be 180 of them on demon souls
0: That's really interesting. I did not realize. Okay. Honestly, I didn't know about either of those facts. So, firstly, (laughs) the pre order scandal.
1: The pre order scandal is a little bit of people basically saying, well, yeah, you haven't put easy mode in it, but if I pre order the digital deluxe, I get all these starting equipment plus all these extra healing items. (laughs) Yeah, fair point. Um, New weapons, things like that. Uh, A couple of sets of armor in the game that's uh, exclusive. So, the people are basically thinking that the. uh, the deluxe edition is a way to give yourself a bit of a leg up because you'll get some good items, a bunch of healing stuff, a bunch of That's pharma, disappointing
0: in a game. some weapons... In a game like Demon's Souls, that's disappointing, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I, I felt the same way. The the video thing, I don't care. I didn't really care about no, it. No, me neither. Because you could do it, it on YouTube. Exactly, and I just won't use it. So for me, that doesn't affect me. And no. again, the, the same thing with the pre-order. It doesn't really affect me. It's just disappointing. So the sort of game that it is, I know that... Uh, I, I know, well, I should say, I know for a fact, if it was from Soft, that wouldn't happen. Yeah, like
0: I would have preferred that it gave you just aesthetic stuff yeah so or, like know.
1: the only other uh game that's given you in game a part of fromsoft the only other game that's actually giving you any in-game reward was uh dark souls 2 but the difference was you got those items basically halfway through the game and they were trash they're basically there to look good not be good so i was like hey, yeah. if you pre-order we can give you some special uh shields and stuff like that um, but they weren't given when you started the game. There was a certain area you had to reach and then you were actually able to obtain them. And they were basically just fan service items like uh, the Epic Nambrow shield, etc. if you remember correctly. Oh, I, I do remember that, yes. And the stats on them were not good. So there were no. shields you could get within the game within 20 minutes, which were like three times better than the things you got. So it was definitely no leg up mode. It was more of a, well, yeah, you pre-order, you can get like almost like, almost like in wow you can get like a couple of transmog things which is its same yeah. story
0: but you know and- i have i have to say overall it's not ruining my excitement for dealing no, souls and not at all it doesn't I, affect I, me i think the biggest thing the big question that we both have is will it stick to the exact same structure as the original game yeah um,
1: we're really uh with that whole world tendency and the basic yeah. things that you have to do in the game if there isn't any sort of uh guiding principle for a lot of people the fact that a lot of people are picking this game up that and i've been reading online as well like oh i've never played any of these games looking forward to this this is not the if they haven't made things a little bit clearer this is not the one to pick up <laughs> like dark time. souls
0: dark souls was you know vague often and um you know very mysterious in the way you do things but Demon Souls is borderline impenetrable. Oh yeah, From what like, I understand. Uh, i need. I got online. to about
1: I think about 75% of the way through Demon Souls, and I can honestly say that the first Dark Souls is basically a pop-up book in comparison. Yeah, I fully believe it. Because if you just do certain things, if you die too many times, etc., your world tendency will change. All of a sudden, there'll be weird enemies. In there'll be these super hard enemies in your in the, the level that were never there before.
0: And like, there's like cool ideas underpinning all of this. But if you're
1: utterly confused
0: as to why everything is happening, I'm not sure that's a success. And I mean, I also know that the order of the levels, the way you have to complete them, basically necessitated using a guide. That's the kind of thing that I think it goes too far then. Um, that's just my opinion though and I didn't play Demon's Souls importantly so. yeah
1: so that, that's the difference with the fact that Demon's Souls is basically a level select menu rather than an, yeah. an open-ish hub world like all the others Yes. Um, uh, did Dark Souls 3 was probably the closest to Demon Souls yeah. in regards to a level select but all the areas actually still connected to each other so did you do. could walk from one area to the other essentially so, I won't
0: lie that one element will aspect uh, that, that one element will be a little bit disappointing for me even though I know that's what Demon's Souls is I know it's a remake I know they're going to make it the same way but I loved the interconnected worlds of the other Dark Souls yeah um, I mean games.
1: even like as, as much as Dark Souls 2 copped a bit of flack I mean still and to me a 9 out of 10 games still, still with, a good game yeah especially with the with the Scholar of the First Sin expansion yeah they Literally with Dark Souls is I went left. Oh, I just I went left and I just got destroyed. All right, I'm gonna go right. All right, this way is a little bit easier. I guess I should go that way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of nice to be able to do that. Um, And I I just think there was something really. I loved the feeling in Dark Souls where you unlock a shortcut and realize, wait, oh, this takes me all the way back to that area. Yep. Like those moments were really cool
1: as you kind of link the whole world together. Yeah, like you found anyway. a, you found an elevator which didn't work before, went somewhere else. Exactly. Out. Like, oh, I'm here now. Oh, I, I can, can get back, back there you. in two minutes instead yeah, of exactly. the thirty minute way. Yeah. All right, moving across. The Switch has now officially sold more than the NES.
0: That's a pretty big thing.
1: Yeah it certainly is
0: and you know the Switch has just been ridiculously successful it's a huge follow-up to you know the Wii U let's be honest basically failure by Nintendo standards a failure oh without a no without a doubt a failure by anyone's standards really (laughs) I Um, mean
1: by anyone's standards the GameCube and the the Switch I mean not Switch the Wii U just I mean even the 64 just sold pale compared to the other consoles at the time yeah true (laughs)
0: But so uh, a, uh yeah a huge comeback they As did f- really really well of figuring out what people would want
1: yeah exactly and i mean that's that's the thing like nintendo uh so nintendo the nintendo entertainment system sold 61.91 million copies the super nintendo sold 49.1 million copies hmm. so Pretty large, pretty big drop there for the Super Nintendo. It is, actually. Which, to me, I mean, honestly, if you had asked me which one was more popular or sold more, I probably would have been like, oh, probably the Super Nintendo. Um, or it would have been close. But, uh, mm. uh, yeah, the Switch has now hit, as of five days ago, 68.3 million units.
0: Yeah, massive. Absolutely massive. I think Nintendo's strategy has been really interesting over the past, well, really since the week. Yeah. Um, the Wii U was, again, a struggle, but the Wii and the Switch have both succeeded. What Nintendo kind of said... They might have literally said this. I don't remember. They're like, we want to be the other console that you own as well.
1: Yeah, they're basically so saying...
0: Wa- <laughs> we're not the yeah. graphics powerhouse. We're the- yeah. They're offering something totally different. So whether you... They, they don't mind if you own a PlayStation 5. They don't mind if you own an Xbox, as long as you own theirs as well. <laughs> it's It's brave. And, you know, you can kind of see why if you had three different... They're probably quite right, actually, and we saw it with the Dreamcast, which was sort of offering something that was the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When there's three players, it's too much. There's not enough market share for everyone to survive potentially.
1: Yep, nah, if, they... if
0: they're all offering the same thing.
1: Well, that was the thing. Like they dominated the handheld market. Now they basically have. All right. Well, you can yeah. play handheld if you want, or you can plug it into your TV. It
0: was. It was also quite genius to do that because they were like, "Well, we're lo- we're basically eradicating our previous." handheld kind of only stronghold but we think it's worth it because otherwise it'll die off if we don't you know do something bold yep. so yeah it's it's really impressive and I I really don't see Sony trying a Vita or something similar ever again I'd be surprised
1: yeah I I, 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 don't know I think that I think that uh, both well I mean we, we're obviously not in the mindset of Sony or Microsoft but I think they pretty much know that that market's cornered right now <laughs>
0: I think so too. And I think Sony's been scared off a bit by, you know, I think they thought with the Vita and they were right. They had a they had a good piece of hardware overall and had an excellent screen. They definitely shot themselves in the foot with most of their decisions with it though. Yeah, they did make some horrendous decisions. And I think they realized that it's just not a market that they're experienced in. Yeah, um, It really showed to me.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, so some... So, some news for quick resume on the xbox x and xbox series x and series s so the quick resume functionality will actually continue to work even if you've unplugged the console so a lot of people originally thought that the quick resume was obviously just storing caching data in the in the actual system etc but uh yeah it's been confirmed now that even if you uh lose power etc., oh, wow. it will actually keep the quick resume function for your so- previous games it obviously uploads it to the cloud or something. It must it must literally just be working on safe states like ROMs. So like to oh. the point where it's literally just saying, All right, well, I'm gonna capture this moment and however much daughter like daughter data. So that's where that's that's where that two hundred and fifty gigs getting eating eaten out of your one terabyte hard drive. And I mean a lot of people True. have always been saying this quick resume function is, you know, I won't lie. I've decided not to play games before and play and do something else when I've thought, all right, well, I finished The Witcher. I've got to close it. And if I want to get into NBA or Persona, it's like five minutes. I'm just going to go play guitar.
0: Yeah, true. It's true. In fact, the cutting, it will, you know, almost cutting entirely of, of load times. In this generation might be the biggest change that comes
1: it's what the most, games will look better people have been saying and that's a that yeah. quick resume thing like let's think about it like i'm playing i'm playing spider-man you come over you see a little bit of spider-man i just press the stop button i open up the new pro evo it's it yep. opens in two seconds we start a game That is amazing. You leave the house and I press one button and I'm playing Spider-Man again without having to wait five minutes for quitting and opening. uh, You're going to spend more time at the console actually doing what you want to do. It's absolutely true.
0: And I honestly probably underestimated how much progress would be made this generation in that regard. I didn't expect it to be as good as it is.
1: Yeah, I I think what a lot of people sort of realize is like graphically... We haven't gone massive yeah. leaps and bounds since like the 64 to the PS2. We've gotten better. Things have looked good. But yeah. I think now it's the, the generations are basically with the technology that are outside graphics. Like, yeah, rate tracing and all that sort of stuff. But you think about it like we're still not hitting 4K 60 frames per second on these amazing games, which means graphically it that's not – Right now, we're not hitting that. Like, yeah, after yeah. The years of, of uh, optimizing your games and stuff, we'll likely hit that spot. But yep. again, that's the difference. Like on my computer, I can go straight to, like I've got the latest graphics card. I hit yeah, ultra. I've got the RAM. I've got the CPU. I've got the gra- I've got the graphics card. I can do it. With the console, yep. it's a bit different. So it's really about okay, well, what can we offer that is a next generation experience? And this really seems yep. to be okay. Well, this is the experience of the, the fact that everything is available at a quick touch of your fingertips like uh, they've done the timings of the cold boots let me just google it so I don't make a fool out of myself Xbox Series X and PS5 cold boot time so that essentially means literally totally turned off our console to a full powered on ready to go so Xbox yep. Series X from absolutely being totally off power off to be fully ready to use 25 seconds Uh, Xbox Series S is only 28 seconds. Uh, And the PS5 currently sitting at 24 seconds. So currently being the Series X by one second. Um, The quick resume functionality... uh, was tested across the series x so far hasn't been uh too thoroughly tested through the source i'm looking at and from what i can see but the average time to get into a game from xbox series x is from quick resume is four seconds which is stunning obviously yeah, it's um, it's it's pretty crazy to think that yeah, his, uh, go yeah. from one game to another. Like, you know, oh, I've I've had I'll play two NBA games, then I'll jump across into Pro Evo, and then if I fail playing another NBA game, I can just get I can get out and into a game and with that yeah. quick resume functionality literally be at the screen the screen to start the next game in four seconds.
0: You know, it's it's interesting what you said. This is probably the first generation. Like I'm thinking about even okay, even from PS three to PS four. When you saw the PS4 games, you could see immediately they were a significant leap up. Hmm. Similar from PS2 to PS1. In fact, that was a much bigger leap, but it was still a leap. Um, this time you can see it. You can definitely see that there's a leap and you know, Horizon looked really, really good in its trailer, etc. But at the same time, if you look at The Last of Us 2, that came out on the
1: PS4 towards the end. Mm. Gee, that that looks awfully similar, you know. Well, that, yeah, that like if you showed someone The Last of Us Part Two uh, when the PS4 launched, you'd think it was a new generation of console. You would,
0: yeah, you would. So um, this time around, we've reached the end of the generation, and some of the absolute absolute top developers were still figuring out ways to make it look better and better. Obviously, that same cycle will happen again now on the new yeah. consoles. I but mean,
1: to be fair, to, to its credit, there
0: was that mid-generation refresh. That's true with the PS4 Pro. I yeah. mean, I played Last of Us 2 on the base PS4 model and it still mm. looks, oh, you yeah. know, it still um, looked amazing.
1: But yeah, like looking at uh, Last of Us 2, playing that in, you know, like the whatever version of 4K it was, it looked... It looked magnificent. Whatever you think about the game, the game looked yes. very pretty. Um, I think the only game to outdo it in any functional graphics was probably Ghost of Tsushima's uh, backgrounds and horizons. I think they looked
0: the sheer uh, draw good. distance. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think the, the the sheer like awe of what how good the background looked in everything looked better than the Last of Us. But up close, The Last of Us looked ten times better and if you want if what
0: you want is a utterly gritty and and real experience Last of Us 2 will win but Ghost oh, yeah. of Shima was super stylish hmm. um, it's a really nice looking
1: game all right couple couple of news items still so AEW the All Elite Wrestling has announced that they are releasing their own franchise of games not just one they're going to be releasing a few games they're aiming to be the best wrestling game in class and to bring it back to its grassroots so, uh are you excited for a new wrestling game, Darwin? Um, not really my genre, not since the 64 days
0: anyway. But what if they but, made uh, it similar to the 64? Oh, uh, then, then we'd have a different discussion
1: on our hands. <laughs> All right, that, that's just a little piece of news. I'm, I am I always like playing the wrestling games that aren't trash because I, I find it fun to create a character, things like making your own moves. Uh, like the story modes in them being the 2K, they're usually pretty interesting. Um. But, uh, yeah, the last couple have just been pretty crap, so I haven't played them. Uh, The last piece of (laughs) news, and obviously a little bit controversial, is uh, PT. So, PT was originally working on the PS5. Then Konami reached out to Sony and had them block the game, so it no longer works on the PS5. Oh, interesting. So, if you had this downloaded on your PS4, you could re-download it on your PS5 and play it and... Apparently, now it's been blocked and it will no longer launch. So, there's been a petition raised, but uh, I don't think a petition is going to do much against the company that technically owns the rights. Um, so, what a lot of people have been saying is that PS4s with PT may actually hold value sometime in the future.
0: <laughs> hmm. I did, I'd heard this a while ago. Um, so, I'm not overly surprised. I'm pretty sure I deleted it by accident. <laughs> as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, well, there goes that
1: yeah i mean i i i downloaded it played through it, and deleted it yeah i mean to me like you know i think that was a, a nice tech demo I, I think it was a nice tech demo i think it's it's heralded just because of what it is not because of and who made it
0: maybe yeah not because of the game <laughs> i think it was a sign that they could have made it into a full great game yeah definitely. because um, there were moments in it that were fantastic but yeah look it's it's taken on obviously uh um, and, and actually it was an utterly confusing game to play as well you really oh, yeah. needed a guide to sort of figure out at times what on earth to do
1: yeah it was nuts so like certain times you just had, you had to work backwards three times and yeah exactly and yeah anyway <laughs> alright now they're all games you could play in the past but if you want to play some new games this week
0: what are you buying?
1: games releasing this week we have a doozy of a week it is oh, big, okay. It is a big week of games, as you'd imagine. Well, we know why. <laughs> we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla out today. We have Dirt 5, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Destiny 2 Beyond Light Edition, Yakuza, Like a Dragon, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Demon Souls, Bugsnax, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Planet Coaster, Console Edition, NBA 2K1, Next Gen, No Man's Sky, Next Gen, Call of Duty Black Ops, Cold War, and The Falconeer are those of note of release is I tried Some not to names. really include any just up So Devil May Cry just made it because it's apparently a bit more than just an up So that made it. Um, I put No Man's Sky on there just because I thought that was a lark, the fact they're releasing a next-gen version. But anyway, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of big games there. Um, I, I know for both of us, I believe we've both got uh, Spider-Man and Demon Souls on the way. And NBA is a question mark for me personally. Me too. Um, I it watched, could happen. I watched the IGN review of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I won't lie. If there starts to be a bit of a lull somewhere, and I hear they've ironed out the bugs, it looks good, and it seems like they've done a really good job. Like, apparently, the, the story is actually meant to be really good. And the open world. appraised it a lot. Yeah, apparently, the uh, open world's actually meant to be really good. Yeah, it's, again, that's
0: down I mean, the road, it might to, be something for yeah, me.
1: Yeah, I mean, to, to me, I. Ubisoft stock has just been going up and up. They've just been making better and better games. Like, it just seems like they they used to release games, which I just always think like, oh, this is just the same crap over and over again. I'm doing the same thing. Like, the, like far, the early Far Cry is oh, not like geez, one or two. Yeah. It was literally like, okay, go to this outpost, kill this outpost, go to that outpost, go there that. Whereas, I mean, Far Cry 5, yeah, it had, it had its detractors. Um, I enjoyed what I played, the ending, was pretty crap I'm not gonna lie about that Um, but uh, yeah I'm interested to see what they say about Far Cry 6 it has been delayed till I believe March if not longer but uh, what I love
0: about like what what Ubisoft have done with Assassin's Creed that I love Mm -hmm. is that they fully embraced RPG elements which definitely that elevated the game massively for me
1: and apparently one of the big things that they've changed in this which is uh, one of the things is that they've actually lowered the amount of loot did you see this Oh, no, I didn't. So one of the things they said that they realized was a mistake was you just had like 50 weapons all the time and most of them were Which just garbage. Which is true. So what they've done now is basically said, well, there's actually going to be a lot less of them and if you find one you like, you're going to have the ability to basically upgrade it and so you can oh, just that, keep that one the entire game.
0: That's cool. Anyway, I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah, apparently that, that was a big piece of praise from the IGN team as well in the review that I, uh, I watched. They said that was a big, they actually saw it as quite the big positive.
0: Yep, makes sense.
1: All right. Are you ready for this week's quiz? I think so. This game did release on this date. So, as much as that... There's a clue for anyone listening who's really good at this. All right. This is an action RPG released in 2015. That is five years ago to the day. It was available for all platforms... The initial plans for this game were formed in 2009 and Easter eggs for the game could actually be found in the previous entry in the series. Hmm. This game is set 10 years after the previous entry. However, both stories are completely separate and have no relevance to each other. This game received three pieces of downloadable content. Okay. There was a little bit of controversy around the downloadable content. This is because after the season pass for the game was on the store for close to six months, the publisher, the developer, I should say, announced that the season pass price would be going up after a certain period of time. This which is le- so familiar, and I can't think of the game. <laughs> which led to a large spike in sales of the season pass due to the anticipated price rise. Oh, that's so familiar. All right. The game features a vast open world and a virtual reality version of the game released two years later. Okay, can I guess one? You can. Was it Fallout 4? Yes, it was.
0: Ah, there we go. There we go. Yes, that is vaguely familiar. Jeez, 2015
1: is a bit scary. Doesn't feel like it's like five years. Five years ago, I was uh, camping out at midnight waiting for my pit boy
0: that's right. Yeah, Fallout Four. I know some people said it wasn't a great game compared to some of the others, and it's probably true compared to Three in New Vegas. It was, but um,
1: like, I still it enjoyed it. May not have been lot. amazing. It, it was a good game. It, like as anything, like yeah, it's Bethesda. It has its bit of bugs, but the amount of fun you could have just by running in a random direction, ignoring everything you're told to do, and have you could basically form your own game from what you found. You'd find a town, you'd get a bunch of quests, you'd find people, you'd find weird things, you'd find a random vault. Um, Like the remaining clues, just as uh, the fact that uh, the game takes place in the year 2287, takes place in a version of Boston, Massachusetts, and the game initially received a negative feedback due to added crafting elements, though these could widely be totally ignored. (laughs) Which is exactly what I did. So did I, didn't touch them at all. Yeah, Yeah, I may have got the occasional radio message saying Oh, this is under attack I didn't give a fuck no, I just thought that was an unnecessary element
0: But luckily, and I will credit them for this At least you could ignore it Exactly right I think
1: everyone at that time was trying to capitalize on some sort of Minecraft Totally, totally, yeah And at least, like you said, you had the ability You could You could play with it as much as you want You could make some really cool stuff Or if you didn't want to touch it, don't touch it it, it yeah. made you do one small mission to show you how to do something, but it was very basic. Get three of these, press this button, build that. Okay, you're done. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I mean, uh, the, the all, all the DLCs were very uh, highly reviewed as well. Um, so That's true. Not too bad. Indeed. So I'm thinking uh, with our next... Uh, next podcast is going to be a big one. It's going to be the first one of a new era.
0: Let's hope that by then we both played the, the PS5. I think it is likely that we will have. So
1: I'd say so. i definitely time. say so. At, at absolute worst, uh, one of us will have it and we can uh, now
0: that exactly. Australia
1: can actually have people get together, there, I don't think there'll be an issue.
0: <laughs> Dan Andrews announces a new lockdown tomorrow. <laughs> Just to screw me, it could happen. We'll never know.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that is episode thirty-three, and uh, I will say I'd, I do apologise on us missing a session last week. That was down to myself, uh, and it's the first one we've missed in thirty-three weeks. That's pretty good. It is very good by our standards, especially. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to go in, and I think if we went back and reviewed the numbers, and. If anyone's uh, listening and they want to do the math for me and tell me how many times Dave's got the quiz right and how many times it has got it wrong, I think you'd probably be at a pretty high threshold. Uh, I, haven't, I don't think I've gone obtuse with any of my items. I think most of the games I've chosen have been pretty uh, pretty down low. I think one of the hardest ones I did was probably Bully. <laughs> that's true. That's
0: true. I mean, if I did the quiz for you, oh, man, I'd love to make it brutally hard. Like I'd be some limited edition remake that came out in the Game Boy Color in Singapore only oh they're the ones <laughs> I'm in. yeah you're just like wait I know this one I was in Singapore <laughs> that's the dream it could happen one day but yes for now please keep it relatively simple it it helps
1: alright with that <laughs> we thank you for joining us mm.